0: that the people who follow this franchise have an opportunity to enjoy money being spent. That inevitably, what comes next is, you know, they want to see more money being spent. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. I'll be flying to Bradenton later today. I'll be spending the week with the ball club, trying to pick up as much information and feel as I can about not just the roster and who comprises it from a purely baseball standpoint, but what, what's the personality of the team? How are they feeling about themselves? And right now, to be honest with you, it's probably a good time to do that because not only are they in-game action, but they're also, just like everybody following the team, undoubtedly still experiencing some of the glow of seeing one of their own get super crazy rich and stay in the fold for half a decade. Mitch Keller's five-year, $77 million contract is bound to have a broader impact than just on himself. Same way with the Brian Reynolds extension and the Brian Hayes extension before that. So the question that arises is, who's next? And I I could cite two names very, very quickly. In David Bednar, who I think will still get done this spring, I believe that. And O'Neill Cruz, who I think really shouldn't get done for a while. Where Bednar's concerned, he's obviously a high-impact reliever, an elite reliever. Someone who'd be talked about all across Major League Baseball, except for one factor, right? He's also steady in his performance. He's sturdy from the frame standpoint. He's been mostly healthy since he's been in Pittsburgh. And he's got impeccable character that goes even beyond his having been born and raised here. So yeah, check that box in indelible ink and move it right to the top of the list. Cruz, you know, it was wonderful, wasn't it, yesterday, if you happened to catch any of the spring game against the Orioles to see Cruz move to his left on that 6-3 double play? But you cringed through it too, didn't you? Yeah, and that's going to happen, as I've been saying on this program for a while now, for the foreseeable future. It's probably not fair to Cruz, and it's equally unfair to say, well, don't be giving him an extension until you see a half season or even a full season of full health, of a complete or at least close to complete return to the trajectory that he'd been on before getting hurt. And I'm referring, of course, to the final two months of the 2022 season in which, oh, my God. Was that something to see? On one hand, you take a little bit of a risk in that if he goes completely loco and mashes the ball and has a summer kind of like Ellie Dela Cruz did, at least for the first half or so of 2023 in Cincinnati, well, now you're talking about a different stratosphere. You're talking about a kid who might get himself—how many times has he switched agents just in the past few months— Three or four, I've lost count. But this is a young man who's going to have a really, really clear idea of what he's worth. If he's that picky about agents, he's going to be all into the dollar signs. So he'll know when he gets really good. So does that mean that you, as Ben Charrington, approach the agent, approach the player now, when theoretically he's at his still Lowest or most vulnerable point? You can make that argument, but again, you know, you're also taking one massive risk. Now, I should point out that these massive contracts, the really, really big ones, teams will buy insurance on them. They will protect themselves against, you know, really bad stuff. But it's not protection in full and the insurance most Definitely is not cheap. So it's not just a one for one. You have to do this wisely. Whether you're the Pirates or anybody this side of the Dodgers, you have to do it wisely. And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up one other name that occasionally comes up, although I find it to be at least a little bit amusing, and that's Paul Skeens. If you believe what everyone, including I'm sure your own scouts, tell you, He's a slam dunk. He's going to be a star in the majors, a star in Pittsburgh. So, could you approach him and say, Hey, you want to sign something before you've even made it to the Bigs? You want to have guaranteed money handed to you right now that you never could have dreamed of even a couple of years ago? You can do that. It's been done. It's being done. It's not super common yet, but it's getting there. And the reason for that is if you're operating within an unfair and imbalanced economic system like Major League Baseball's, you have to find ways to beat that system, not to join it, not to do things the way everybody else is, but to circumvent it essentially. That's why, incidentally, the Rays are always the ones thinking of this stuff. But it's not just them now. The Royals just did it with Bobby Witt Jr., their outstanding young shortstop. You can get these players and lock them up sounds really egregious, but you know, lock them up. You can make sure that they don't go anywhere. You can put pen to paper that assures you and your following that this player is going to be here for years to come, for better or worse. But this is what everybody wants. This is what Pirates fans want. And I I don't know, the Skeens thing, he seems like a really bright kid. And I don't know that this is something that he'd even entertain, much less whether or not the Pirates would entertain it. So I'm going to just kind of toss that one off to the side. I'm going to delay on Cruise, and I'm going to give a great big thumbs up to Bednar. When we come back, J1Q... North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Michael, who asks, DK could the number two starting pitcher already be here? And Contreras, Luis Ortiz, Quinn Priester, even Jared Jones. Jones has started off pretty well in spring training, don't? take it too far. He has seasoning ahead of him. He is not going to be in this rotation to open the year. If any of these guys are going to be in the rotation, it's going to be Rwanzi. And I'm not saying that for the reason that I wish I'd be saying, it, which is that he'd be back to his old self and he'd have undone the damage that the Pirates staff has done to him. But instead, is that Rwanzi is out of options and you'd hate to just watch him walk away because when he walks away, somebody else is going to pick him up, somebody else is going to fix him, and uh uh-oh. But to take on the question even more pointedly, Michael, the way I'm seeing this is if you do that, if you're Ben Charrington and you do that, you're ducking the promise that you made. Or maybe verbal commitment is a more appropriate term, to do what you can to have this team ready to contend in 2024. You're literally just filling the roster up with a bunch of Chase Andersons. And that ain't it. You can't, if you're the Pirates, I'm sorry, get through this entire offseason without Adding a meaningful starting pitcher, not Marco Gonzalez, not Martin Perez, certainly not Anderson, who's 36 years old and coming off a season in which he was 1-6 with a 5.24 ERA. Give me a break. That person should be nowhere near your rotation. That person should be 4A. There are still pitchers out there. There are still pitchers out available through trade. There are still packages that can be put together if the pirates don't feel like going into free agency, if they'd gasp value having someone at a lower price. But you can't just wipe your hands on your slacks and call it a day. You have to put forth not just an effort, but an effort that gets a result. You cannot enter this season with this group of starters and expect to be taken seriously, maybe even internally, meaning by the players themselves. So no, Michael, I'm not ready to give them that escape hatch, you know? I I just don't think it's right. I don't think it'd be right to be entering the season with, what, three big league starters and then A whole bunch of crossed fingers and then just count the months until Paul Skeens is up? That's not a plan. That's not something that should be taken seriously by anybody. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. And again, I'm heading down to Bradenton later today and really looking forward to the opportunity to accumulate more information, more insight that I can share with you guys. Because, you know, that's kind of what it's all about.